How deep and historically grounded is the intertwining of cinema and psychoanalysis? In this episode, we listen to Vera Lamanno Adamo on the crafts of filmmaking and psychoanalysis as the art of sculpting time. She waves correlations between the construction of a film and the analytic process and draws a parallel between the history of cinema and the history of psychoanalysis. This episode refers to an article published in Caliban, Latin American Journal of Psychoanalysis, volume 18, number 2, 2020. Vera Lamanno Adamo is a training and supervising analyst of the Brazilian Psychoanalytic Societies of Sao Paulo and Campinas. She has published seven books. Her latest are Work of the Negative, Living on the Border, Psychoanalysis and Art, In Corners of Life Death Charms in Portuguese, and Teresa Margarita, The Audacity of a Woman in the 18th Century in Portuguese published in 2021. In 2012, she received the Psychoanalysis and Freedom Award from the Psychoanalytic Federation of Latin America for her contribution to the theoretical and clinical development of psychoanalysis. And in 2013, she received the Revista Brasileira de Psychoanalysis Award. I am Gaetano Pellegrini, and this is Talks on Psychoanalysis, the IPA podcast that shares topics published in the IPA Society journals and Congress debates worldwide. Please check the details of the episode to find a link to download the paper. And to stay informed about the latest podcast releases, please sign up today. Here I introduce parts of the article, The Analyst, the Filmmaker and the Art of Sculpting Times, published in Caliban, Latin American Journal of Psychoanalysis in 2020. In this podcast, I leave out the clinical material used. The article begins by addressing the film Splendor, directed by Naomi Kawazi. This film starts like this. A young woman describes everything that happens around her. People on the street, noisy cars, all the ordinary things of a life in the city. We soon find out that she was performing her job, describing actions. She is an audio describer of films for the visually impaired. Her work consists of transposing the beauty of images into words so that the visually impaired can truly feel them. The audio describer has the role of allowing the visually impaired to see by means of other resources, a way to understand the world through unconventional ways using other senses, other perspectives. Immediately after watching this film, I thought that something similar occurs in an analytical encounter. Similar to what is evidenced in the film Splendor, there is an effort in the process of an analysis to transpose 
evoke the images into words. Also, there are attempts to use unconventional senses to find other perspectives. As the film Splendor gradually fertilized my imagination, I could not discard the instigating idea of weaving a combination between the analyst's craft and that of the filmmaker in their role of constructing times and plots based on images. The narrative stems from images. The narrative becomes images. This is a complex transformation to place word and plot from and through images. Like the filmmaker, the psychoanalyst explores existence through images and plots. What times and spaces does the patient inhabit? Tarkovsky, a Russian filmmaker, considers cinema to be the art of sculpting time, that is, the art of subjectivizing time. Psychoanalyst and filmmaker search for images and plots to sculpt experience that have already happened and experience that have not been lived yet. They seek to imprint memories of times lost in the darkness of obliteration. As I develop the common points between the craft of the analyst and the craft of the filmmaker, I also found points of convergence between the history of cinema and the history of psychoanalysis. It is the end of the 19th century, and the year is 1895. The Lumiere brothers hold the first public projection of a film in human history. Not far from there, in Vienna, Sigmund Freud and his friend and professor, Joseph Brewer, release studies on hysteria which is the first public presentation of the psychoanalytic work. In this work, Freud and Brewer expose the first ideas about the unconscious, showing the essence of a new science that was being born and that would be named psychoanalysis. Four years later, in 1899, both cinema and psychoanalysis show important progress. George Méliès produced Cendrillon, the first film production in the form of a fantastic narrative, and Sigmund Freud concludes writing his work The Interpretation of Dreams. Two innovations that bring fantasy and imagination into the spotlight. Méliès with his machine for representing fictions, and Freud with his method for investigation during formation. Weimar Republic and the year is 1920. Two years after the First World War, the world is horrified once again. This time with a film by Robert Wynne the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. This film initiates a series of others containing 
characters devoid of goodness, villains, murderous tyrants, wicked characters who embodied evil and revealed insanity in its pure state. Also, in 1920, the year when the cabinet of Dr. Caligari is released, Froge publishes Beyond the Pleasure Principle, promoting a turning point in psychoanalytic theory. The pleasure and displeasure dynamic gives place to the life drive and death drive model. By inserting these concepts in the psychic dynamics, as it happened with Willis' film, Freud paves the way for the understanding of violence, destruction, self-destructiveness, sages, masochism, repetition, compulsion, and gives way for mankind to conceive a new internal world, a world of unconscious fantasies dominated by death, violence, and cruelty of its characters. In this regard, after World War II, more specifically in 1946, Melan Klein laid the foundations for contemporary psychoanalysis with the concept of projective identification. This concept highlights the game of projection and introjection between the subject and the other. The relationship between analyst and patient is no longer a photograph or a snapshot of a relational moment and is now understood as a sequence of scenes in motion. Something similar occurs with the making of a film. After World War II, cinema and psychoanalysis gained complexity. From 1895 to 1940, Classic cinema is characterized by linear narratives with a, a well-defined beginning, middle, and end. Classical cinema chews the language for the viewer, making the engine invisible. These rules are gradually subverted until the generation of modern cinema. Modern cinema is distinguished by more complex characters, less prone to many cases. There is an interest in infusing rather than informing, more in inoculating rather than describing. In addition, the camera gains mobility. How can one not remember here Citizen Kane, the 1941 film directed, written, produced and starred by Orson Welles. The story begins with Kane's death. His own memory is impossible to be revealed. Even if it were possible, how many truths could sprout from it? An attempt is made to reconstruct the meaning of Kane's life through the testimony of various people who were close to him. The result of the search ends up revealing several different games, a multiplicity which is at the same time inaccessible and incomprehensible. 
each new piece of data, instead of moving towards successive elucidations, unveils an increasing amount of uncertainties. In the end, we have the reconstruction of several canes. They are all there, and the cane who died is absolutely none of them. In psychoanalysis, after World War II, the analyst gradually takes away the patient-centered focus. The interpsychic and the intersubjective gain in complexity in a process of mutual listening to multiple voices. In addition, there is the emergence of a vision of the psychism as being essentially complex, heterogeneous, and procedural. The mental space is now recognized as a multidimensional territory that encompasses countless interconnected systems. Filmmaker and psychoanalyst are increasingly sculpting times and plots that interact with each other, producing new meanings, forming a mosaic of them, absorbing some, transforming others. Oh,